Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com slash drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com slash drive. Go Tigers! Time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Tiger Club, inside the Robin Center on the Fort Hayes State Campus. It's brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above and beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer, with locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mass City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine-in, carry-out, or delivery. Since 1970, you've never had it so good. And Eagle, our community connected. Tiger Talk with the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And good afternoon and welcome in to another edition of Tiger Talk. We're live inside the Robbins Center on the Fort Hayes State University campus, part of Tiger Club, and we're glad to talk some Fort Hayes State athletics. We're going to have uh, several guests. We're going to have our first indoor um, version of Tiger Talk today. We're going to talk with men's wrestling coach Eric Wentz. We're going to get an update on women's soccer, volleyball as well, and of course football with head football coach Chris Brown. Again, we'd like to invite you to join us live. You can do so by joining Tiger Club. You can uh, do that by contacting the Fort A. State Athletic Department and uh, $100 goes toward athletic scholarships. Pay for your meal every Wednesday. Great camaraderie, great food, a lot of great fun every Wednesday with Tiger Club, and that's where we broadcast every week here on Tiger Talk. We're going to get into wrestling here with Eric Wentz in just a little bit, but first remind you, you can participate by sending in a question. Go to FHSUathletics.com, click on the fans link, you'll get that drop-down menu, and ask the coach, submit your question, and if we use it, you'll have a chance to win a four-day state t-shirt from the athletic department. We had one sent in this morning for uh, women's soccer. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Of course, everybody in attendance can send a question up as well. Dennis Hebner is our t-shirt winner from last week. He had a question that we use for the coach, so uh, uh, he will be the lucky winner of a four-day state football t-shirt. All right, before we get into wrestling, let's get a quick update on cross-country. They'll be running at the MIAA Championships. That'll be in Columbia, Missouri on Friday. Uh, the men's soccer team, they lost at home to number 22, Rogers State, 7 to nothing on Saturday. Uh, they're now 4-6-2, and 3-2-2 two, two two in the GAC, and uh, they'll be hosting Wachita Baptist tomorrow at 7, then Harding University Saturday morning at 11 o'clock. Both of those will be on the MIAA network all right now let's talk some wrestling hard to believe we're talking indoor sports already the winter sports but eric wentz fourth year head coach of the tigers joins us you've got the black and gold scrimmage on saturday how did that happen 
That yeah, got here it, quick. It, it did, man. I tell you what, it feels like we just got started, which we had our first official practice uh, October 10th. But, um, you know, we've been going hard preseason, getting our workouts in here and there, lifting hard and, uh, you know, doing lots of individual workouts. And so now we're we're ready to get after it. I know the guys are excited. Uh, we've been working on matchups for that uh, most of the week. And, and, yeah, we're ready to put some black and gold singlets on, strap the headgear on, and get after it on Saturday. Well, talk about it. One thing I've noticed, you've got a big room, 33 on your roster. Tell us about the returners and then maybe some of the new faces for all the Tiger fans out there that they're going to see for the first time on Saturday. Yeah, obviously we've got, uh, you know, returning All-Americans, Terrius Henry, Case Lindsey, or excuse me, Cade Lindsey. Um, Terrius, you know, coming off a great summer of training uh, where he won a Greco-Roman National Championship and finished third at the U23 uh, Freestyle National Championships as well. Um, we were really hoping to be in Finland right now, but uh, that didn't work out at the U23 World Championships. But, uh, you know, he's coming back looking good, as always, team leader in the room, uh, you know, multiple-time academic All-American as well. Uh, Cade Lindsey, he's back. Um, he'll, he won't be in the lineup till second semester coming off a knee injury. Uh, that he sustained in the postseason last year. So, uh, but we got a lot of uh, other guys coming back. Uh, team captain Cody Hicks will be moving up to 165 this year. Um, you know, he's had a great summer of training. He was also a Greco-Roman All-American at, at the U23 uh, National Championships. Um, Tony Caldwell, heavyweight, projected starter right now. Um, you know, he he was also an All-American in Greco at the U23s, and uh, you know, you know he's. Looking to make his mark. He was a match away from qualifying for nationals last year, so he's uh, he's he's kind of on a mission to crack that crack that uh, trip to to the national tournament this year, which luckily is in Park City, Kansas. So, <laughs> talk a little bit about the, the summer, and you mentioned the U twenty three Greco Roman. I know during the summer Tiger clubs, you explained it a little bit for Terrius and the guys who participated. They had great success. Explain that a little bit, the difference Greco Roman and, and what you guys do, and just how that all worked this summer and the national championships they won, and what that all means. Yeah, so so Greco Roman's the oldest style of wrestling in the world. Uh, it's, it's all upper body wrestling. You can't use your legs to attack. Can't attack your opponent's legs. So it's a lot of, you know, you, you hope it's a lot of throws to make it exciting, but it's a lot of <laughs> strategy and hand fighting and creating angles, and that's why I push our guys to do it because, you know, it, it's a very tough version of wrestling, and you learn how to use your body, how to work positioning, and, and how to really kind of dominate your opponent in the center of the mat, and that's, you know, obviously the name of the game for the sport. So, you know, we I really encourage my guys to do it, and, uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a great asset to have, and if you are good at it and you learn how to throw, it's a great great tool to have in your back pocket if you case you need it. Well, and you mentioned those guys who participated. They're among your team leaders, and, and I think that's probably the cool part about it. I mean, they are good team leaders and teammates for the rest of those guys bringing them along. Yes, sir. And talk about just the competition. you got, you know, the, the, the bigger roster that you have and all these newcomers, and I guess that's the name of the game. You, just, you want that competition at all those weight spots, and there's going to be injuries. It's inevitable in, in, oh, yeah. in, in wrestling, but, but to have that deep room and have that competition has got to be so important. Yeah, you know, you got to have a couple guys at every weight. Um, it, you know, even if you've got your top-tier guy, you got to have somebody behind them pushing them the – throughout the whole year in the room you know one thing we we talk about when we're recruiting is who's gonna who's gonna be able to come into the room and be competitive in the room even if they're not going to crack starting lineup right away who's going to push our best guys to get even better who might even threaten for that starting job so you know maybe they feel a little bit of pressure you know from the from the guy who's the uh slated starter 
that maybe he needs to step his 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 effort up a little bit, or you know, you know, get a little more focused in certain areas, and and he's got to get better. You know, just because he's a starting guy doesn't doesn't mean he doesn't have to work. So we've tried to find those guys that are going to push our starters. We'll talk more about the black and gold and some of the specifics here in a little bit, but just talk about your schedule a little bit. I know, and even guys who may not crack your lineup for the duels when you get into that, there's still a lot of opportunities for them to wrestle. Assuming that's going to be the same case again this year with some of the uh, either wrestling independently or uh, you know how, how that goes about but imagine a lot of opportunities for those guys as well oh yeah yeah we've got a whole uh open schedule unattached schedule for guys who gotcha. might not be in the lineup if they're red shirting you know we we've got you know anywhere from 15 events that we can send them to every every weekend or every other weekend just to make sure they're getting matches in and getting that competition so um plus you know we do a lot of tournament simulation and match simulation in the room so they'll be getting lots of action all right black and gold coming up here um uh, uh what we'll get to that a little bit we had a question from our audience tell us about your new assistant coach uh, first time to have a full uh time assistant that, that's got to be a little bit nice i would imagine yeah i'll tell you what what a huge asset he's been um you know it frees me up a little bit to do more of the you know the behind the scenes stuff for for office work and things like that but just uh you know as far as recruiting goes as far as in the room he's running most of the practices but you know we talk about it all day about what we're going to do and you know, so he's in the room and he's doing a lot of the instruction, but he's, you know, he's awesome. Uh, Colt McKeon is his name, and he was a uh, uh, round of twelve guy at the Division One national championships last year for SIU Edwardsville. Um, six foot four, two hundred forty. He's a big guy; you can't miss him on campus. <laughs> um, but he's great for guys like Terius who mm-hmm. need big bodies to push them because I'm getting too old, and and Terius is getting too good. Let's be honest <laughs> and that we can't. You know, if we get our hands on him, it's we're lucky if we touch his leg. But we brought in Colton. And to, he's great for, for Terrius and Ryan Patterson, who's Terrius' backup right now. And then also uh, for Tony at heavyweight and for my new freshman heavyweight, who's six foot four, uh, 250 pounds as well. Uh, he's going to be great for him because he could be a Colton McKiernan clone real quick. And he's, he's a good enough athlete to do it. So he's been awesome in all aspects. That's good to hear. Good to have him aboard. All right, let's talk about the specifics. 7 o'clock Saturday, black and gold scrimmage. Talk about the night. I'm sure it's not going to be too much different than what you've done in the past, which Tiger fans have come out and seen before. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we got some great matchups. We've got some some weights we got to get a pecking order because uh, we, we do open up with some dual meets. So, you know, the whole we got to know who's going to be the guy because of redshirting, you know, so we need to know who's going to step in. And because uh, once they step in on the mat in a four-day single, it redshirts out the door. Um, so, you know, we're going to have some great matchups there. The, the fun part is uh, after about our seventh match, we're going to have a women's exhibition as well. Cool. Uh, we were talking about that today, and we got those that, those lineups set. So uh, the women will be wrestling uh, at intermission of ours. Um, they'll be wrestling freestyle, which is what they do, which is very similar to folk style. But, uh, yeah, and, and uh, you know, some of the, you know, you know, the upper weights will get some matches later in the evening. And, and uh, yeah, we're really just going to turn the lights on, get the fo- smoke machine going, and, uh, you know, make sure these guys have – make sure they know it's for fun. This, this is not a, a, a massive wrestle-off where they're, you know, you know, trying to take each other out. This is a – we're going to showcase what we've got in the lineup this year. It's going to be an exciting night. Of course, obviously, yes, the addition to women's wrestling will be a whole other element, and that will be fun to have them a part of it. Eric, we appreciate it. We'll be talking to you more on a regular basis as we get closer into your season. But – 
uh, it's here. Best of luck on Saturday. Hope everybody can come out Saturday night, 7 o'clock, black and gold scrimmage. We appreciate you joining us here today. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. There you go. That is Eric Wentz, head wrestling coach at Fort A. State University. Again, the black and gold scrimmage on Saturday at 7. A reminder, Tiger Talk brought to you in part by Golden Belt Bank. Your life has a story. Golden Belt Bank wants to get to know that story. Golden Belt Bank, Hayes and Ellis. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. More Tiger Talk next. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, President and CEO of Hayes Med. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas. Because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare. And at Hayes Med, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at HayesMed.com. Now's the perfect time to knock out some fall projects, and a John Deere compact tractor loader has the muscle you need to get the job done. Head over to BTI John Deere to talk with their expert sales team and learn what's right for you, or visit btiequip.com. They service what they sell, and their team is ready to help you with your to-do list, big and small. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. To make it in the food industry, you have to be good at what you do. To make it for 53 years, you have to be great. The Taco Shop has been serving you since 1970, and on special this month is the Poco Pizza 219. Pork Burrito 409 and the Chili Cheese Nachos for 509. By phone, by app, by pickup or delivery, order Taco Shop today. Come on down to the Taco Shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. The Taco Shop. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems, and they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Second down and one after the nine-yard gain. Dawson runs a shovel pass up the middle to Cormody. At the 10, to the 5, stretches. He is in. Touchdown, Ford Hayes State. The shovel pass from Dawson to tight end Cale Cormody, who has his second receiving touchdown of the year. And it's 16 to nothing Tigers on the very first play of the second quarter. Yeah, it looked like Mahomes to Kelsey on Saturday. Some of the action from the Tigers win over Nebraska Kearney. We'll talk football with head coach Chris Brown as we move on a little bit here in the program. But right now we're going to talk some women's soccer. Dyson John joining us. The Tigers coming off another good weekend on the road. Beat Northeastern State 2-0 on Friday. Knocked off Rogers State 1-0 on Sunday. Both on the road. They're now 10-1-3, 6-0-1 in the MIAA. Congratulations. Um, uh, great job this weekend. And, and we talked here before uh, the, the show. It's kind of a grind right now. You had all those home matches early. Now you're on the road a lot to close out the uh, the, the the year. But uh, you got off to a, a good start on this road trip with two nice road wins in Tahlequah and Claremore over the weekend. Yeah, Northeastern was really, really uh, physical, very athletic team, and we knew that they were going to be a tough one. Um, against Rogers, we just didn't play very well. <laughs> I'll, I'll be completely honest. Uh, they had a goal actually disallowed 
uh, that should have stood when I went back and looked at it. So thank you. <laughs> uh, we'll take it. But uh, no, I just, you know, it, it was a long weekend. And then, you know, we we hopped on the bus on, you know, last Thursday and we said, hey, you know, sucks to go and play away, but at least it won't be windy there. We were wrong. <laughs> it was definitely windy. Uh, it was windy both, everywhere. In both places in Oklahoma. So uh, we didn't get to dodge that either. So, no, it was a grind. And, uh, you know, I was really pleased with the way that we played on Friday night, having to deal with an opponent that's very, very direct and just going to dump the ball on top of you and, and make you face your own goal and going to try to force you to make a mistake. Um, Rogers, we should have matched up a little bit better, and we ended up getting it done. Um, you know, 13 shots, I think, eight on target and only allowing them one shot on target that counted. Um so, yeah, I was, I was pleased with the weekend. Now go back to Northeastern. You, you score in the 68th minute, Sullivan Kelly, and then Allison Worley in the 82nd. That's kind of bad. Yeah, you hang in there, and then you find a way to score late. And and uh, good day and goal for Elizabeth. Six saves on the afternoon or in that contest that night. They had, had some shots on goal, but she was uh, on point and uh, kept them out off the board. Yeah, and they and when they created chances uh, on Friday, I mean, they were they were pretty decent chances. They, they have uh, an attacking midfielder, number 17, that, that can uh, peel a ball with either foot um, so we worked really hard to try to limit her shots um, we knew that it was going to be difficult to not allow her to get one off at least mm-hmm. uh, but I think she got off two or three and uh, yeah required some some big saves and that's what we need from our goalkeeper you know she's number three in the country right now and, and shutouts and overall statistics so for us you know we we need her to make those plays to be able to keep us in the game and, and allow us an opportunity if we take a little bit longer you know to put one away Allison got the lone goal on uh, the Rogers State match in the 57th minute. You had eight shots compared to their one. So, I mean, you had opportunities, just couldn't quite uh, close the deal on a lot of those. No, we had a chance really early in the second half um, that if we put that away, uh, a 1v1 keeper makes a gets a toe to it and uh, pushes it wide. And so I think if we put that away, um, we're able to get a good rhythm going and be able to put more on the board. We touched on it. Five of your last six, you're in this stretch now. Two of them are out of the way, but five of the final six on the road to close out the regular season after all those home matches early. Just talk about the mentality to play on the road. And I mean, it's always adversity. There, I mean, whether it's calls not going your way, the field conditions, whatever. I mean, it's it's always tough. It's not the comfort of home. Just right. talk about your team because it seems like they've developed a pretty good mentality in that regard to handle all those things. No, we, we know it's going to be a grind. But, yeah, I mean, the, the officials is always one thing. You know, you get a lot of hometown referee action. And, you know, I was just talking about with Coach Brown earlier, like sometimes here – we get that we have the same problem and sometimes our hometown referees aren't as good and i was talking about it with jess where it's like we kind of have to keep our cool because they're going to end up to be referees the next weekend so you can't go out there and just batter them you know what i mean and then expect them to be like friendly the next weekend so uh yeah and then with the with the fields it's it's every field is different because you know you're at northeastern and they have rock hard grass and then you're at rogers which is an older turf field missouri southern on fridays the field's maintained by the coaching staff. And from what I understand, it's my first trip to Joplin. Um, but from what I understand, it shows. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, Sunday's, you know, top 20 opponent in central Missouri. And their field historically is decently nice. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have to change with, with whatever's <laughs> thrown at us. And, we, no, we don't get to choose. And we're definitely looking forward to coming back home uh, next Friday night. Did have a question emailed in for you. How good does it feel as a coach to see the progression of your program from when you first started as uh, coaching here at Fort Hayes State, no, it's it's been it's been an awesome ride. Just because you know I have such a good group of people, and you know I've had conversations with Curtis and, and a few other people, and that you know coming from South Carolina, um, being from Southern California, you just you don't realize how different people are in different parts of the country, 
And uh, yeah, just coming here and, and dealing with the more Midwestern blue collar style have, of student athlete has been has been amazing. And uh, they've really bought into everything that, you know, I brought to the table and said, look, this is what we need to be, you know, successful. And they've said, look, you say jump, we'll say how high. And uh, I, th- I feel like that's been uh, a great part of this experience. Kind of a follow-up. You're 7-0-3 oh, at home this year. I think 13-0-7 since you've taken over. Do you think about the fact you've never lost a match on your on your home pitch? No, I didn't actually know that <laughs> stat. <laughs> but I'd like to keep it that way. Okay. Well, you only have one more chance this year during the regular season. That'll and be a big and, one coming up. That's a big one. Yeah. Real quick, you touched on it. Southern and Central Missouri, another big uh, road weekend. And, and obviously Central's been at the top. You've battled them. They, they've had great programs. I guess a challenge to try to take care of business first with with Southern before you get to that big match with yeah, UCL. Yeah, I mean it's been it's been something that we've been talking about all week during training. Is that you know Missouri Southern they they haven't won a game and you don't want it to be you, um, but they're very athletic and uh, very aggressive and so um, they they literally just lost to Central Missouri two to one and were in the game for for a long uh, a long while in that. And then with Rogers and they've competed with a few teams um, and, and kept the matches really really close and so. I would not expect it to be any different, you know, with us and that they're going to come out and they're going to want to they're going to want to take their pound of flesh, if you will. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, tied for first right now with Washburn atop the MIAA standings. Hopefully another good weekend for your gals and uh, you'll be in that same position, maybe even a little bit better when we talk to you next week. Safe travels. I know you hit the road tomorrow and uh, big matches coming up on Friday at six at Southern Sunday afternoon at one at Central Missouri. Both will be on the MIAA network. Tyson, appreciate the visit. Great job this weekend. Best of luck against uh, the Lions and the Jennies. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you very much. There Looking you go. To it. You bet Tyson John, head uh, women's soccer coach at Fort A. State as they try to stay atop the MIAA. Kansas Department of Transportation and the Drive to Zero Coalition invite you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. We'll talk volleyball with Jessica Wood Atkins when we come back here on the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. October is National Cooperative Month. Midwest Energy is a customer-owned cooperative, meaning everyone who takes service is a part owner. You vote to choose your board of directors, and you share in the economic success of the co-op through capital credits. Like all co-ops, Midwest Energy promotes growth in our communities through employee involvement, supporting schools, and through the Midwest Community Fund. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. This is Dr. Christine Fisher letting you know our new Express Clinic on the corner of 13th and Main is now open. At First Care Clinic Express Care, we understand your time is valuable. We are open late on weekdays and all day Saturday for your convenience. Book online and skip the line at firstcareclinic.com. No more waiting rooms. Just you, your health, and our dedicated professionals at the corner of 13th and Main. Put your health first at First Care Clinic Express Care. Hey, Tiger fans, you've probably seen Fort Hay State University license plates on vehicles around town. These official State of Kansas Tiger tags not only show your Tiger pride, but they also support student scholarships. Getting your own Tiger tag is quick, easy, and every tag generates money for student scholarships. Visit fhsualumni.com drive or contact the alumni office to learn more. Again, that's fhsualumni.com drive. Go Tigers! The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. 
Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Swing from Olson. Dug on the back row by a solo. Now it's a free ball as Nunnery clears it over. Tigers set up a left hit for Tinder, and she'll get the kill. Deflects off a Hornet. Forday stayed up by one now, 21 to 20. That's some of the volleyball action from last night. Tough one for four-day state, losing it four to Emporia State. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. Gerard Welbrock joined by head volleyball coach Jessica Wood Atkins. Um, well, a lot, a lot to talk about. A couple of five-set matches over the weekend. Losing five to Southern. Get a huge win over team, but was tied for first in uh, Missouri, Central Missouri on Saturday, and then just a tough one yesterday. Let's go back to the weekend, and I know you weren't a part of it all. You were a little bit under the weather, and, yeah. and the team obviously performed admirably, got a, got a huge win, played really well this weekend, and, you know, two five-set matches, lost the tough one to, South, to Southern that came back with just a gritty, gritty win to, to rally from 0-2 down to beat Central Missouri on Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, the girls have been working really hard. I think that they're they're really committed to just leaving everything that they have on the court. Um, Missouri Southern, Friday night, uh, that was just a back-and-forth <laughs> match, man. That was It was a fun one, and, and that's kind of the way it goes with us and Moso a lot. I don't know why. Um, God, I'm having a hard time thinking back to that one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that we played well. Yeah, that crazy well. second set, you won 31-29. to 29. Yes, yes. And so it was just, it was back and forth and back and forth. And I think, you know, we we went back to a 5-1 after doing some statistical comparisons. And really, I just decided to put my hardest fighters on the court. Um, And so, and I think that that shows in the grit and the way that they played and um, came back. And, you know, that that fifth set was a tight one. And and we we made a couple of critical errors there at the end, um, but still proud of the way that we played. And then you come back Saturday. You you were under the weather. I know you. They sent you home and said, "Get away from the team. Yeah. Don't want anybody else to get sick." And you know that's that's not always easy for a team. Give them credit. Give your assistants credit to to figure out a way and obviously uh, to get a big win over a, a really good Central Missouri team. Yeah, I mean a ton of credit to, to the team and and to both of my assistants. You know, they said, "What's the game plan?" and they ran it. Um, and the part that just impresses me most, they're just very humble women. They will never tell you how strong or smart or what they've accomplished unless you ask. Um, but when I told them great, you know, win for two rookie college coaches, they just said, that's our team. And, and I said, it is, that's our team. You know, they know how to play. And, um, uh, somebody asked me, did you not think that they could? And I said, no, we've always known they can. We're just waiting for them to recognize it. Um, and when they play from start to finish, they can beat anybody. Last night, frustrating match. You got off to a pretty good start. Looked like you're going to put the first set away, and you win that. Who knows how the night goes? But Emporia gets the final five to to win that first set. It just seemed to to squelch some momentum or or something, and it was just a a battle the rest of the night to to try to win that thing. Yeah, frustrating match, which we knew it was going to be. You know, they're a very gritty team, and they we didn't have an answer for number seven. You know, I mean, she's she's a robot, and (laughs) props to her. I mean, she's an incredible player. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think we had the opportunity to close in the first set, Mm -hmm. and you can play the shoulda, coulda, woulda, but the reality is we had the opportunity and we didn't take it. Um, and, and I think that does lead to some frustration because, um, we are, 
we're repeating some things that we've been working on overcoming. And so when we go to that, but it's like, you know, when you, the growth that we're making is on the mental side and that tends to take a little <laughs> bit longer sometimes than the physical side. And so, um, they still feel like we're progressing forward. I mean, they still felt like last night and I do too, they left everything they had on the court, you know, and as long as you can do that, we can continue to build and grow. Um, but it was a tough one. It asked, I just want to ask you about the replay. There was a lot of reviews last night, but I think it was the second set. They go to the monitor to review. Um, I don't even remember what the – I think they thought it bounced off ahead, four hits. Mm-hmm. They review, apparently the, the, the review, but they couldn't get a good view of it. Right. And then they replay the play. Is that is that common? Because I've never seen it. It was like, well, we'll just uh, – I mean, it happened in my backyard a lot when I didn't like the outcome playing baseball. We'd no. replay that out, and it didn't happen. So, just replay it like nothing ever happened because the ruling was in your favor, and then they just wipe it out and replay the point. Yeah, that was the wrong call. Okay, well, I figured, but yeah. I just wanted to make sure I'm not missing something. The, the rule is um, that if it is indeterminable um, on video, then you lose the challenge. Um, unfortunately, they listened to the coach. Yeah, well, they asked him far twice. too much, and he <laughs> influenced that far too much. And so, um, but no, they should have lost the challenge, and it should have been our point. Now, you did have you did not have replay available when you played them there. I was I was at Emporia, right? Correct. I think they're because they got reprimanded, and which means mm-hmm. nothing because nothing happened. They right. should not get any challenges then when they come to Hayes. That should be the penalty. You don't have any opportunity you to know, challenge when you're on the road because you did not have it available at your home match. I think you, that's a way you fix those I, things. You know, I think so too. You're more than welcome to make that okay. uh, recommendation <laughs> to our conference office because they don't like our recommendations. So. We do have another question from an audience member. We've seen some ugly handsets from opponents lately. What are the current rules related to lifts, double hits, on, and second touches? Um, so the rules are if it's the first ball, especially if it's on a hard driven ball, um, you can double contact um, because it's considered a right. simultaneous play where the double set can come into play is typically on the second touch. Okay. And yeah, it's been skewed um, significantly. And I'm not sure why, because that's a judgment call based on the referee. So when you're talking about judgment, that's judgment. judgment, right? <laughs> like you can't change somebody's eyesight and you can't change their judgment. Um, but I think like sometimes depending on the angle of where the ref is standing, like if they are behind the setter, for instance, if we were on what is like the opponent's starting side, you can see that contact a little bit easier than if they're across the court and the ball is like in front of mm-hmm. you and the player's hands. So sometimes their location um, can make a difference in what they're just able to see. Um, and that will, you will see that impact um, depending on what side of the court that you're on or um, how willing the down ref is to help the up ref because you'll see down refs sometimes making signals like they see stuff, but it's the up ref's call. And so it really is a team effort on that front, and it depends on their ability to work as a team and their angle. All right, well, I appreciate the question. Appreciate the clarity on that. Real quick, let's talk about the weekend at Pittsburgh State on Friday and then another tough one Saturday in Edmond against number 21, Central Oklahoma, Pitt State, right around you in the standings. And I know you, you thought you could have played better when you met them the first time. Just re- pre- preview the weekend for us. Uh, another another tough challenge out on the road for your gals. Yeah, it is. It's going to be a weird weekend. We've never played this combo yeah. before, and they're back-to-back. Um, and so um, we are going to leave tomorrow night because typically when we travel, we don't like to put more than four hours on the road in a day. 
Otherwise, their feet are lead. They don't jump. They don't react very well on defense. And so we're going to go stay the night in Wichita tomorrow night to then drive to Pitt, play in a tough gym. Um, it's wide open. They, they typically have a rowdy crowd, and it's usually their parents. Um, it's very strange. Um, but it's a fun environment to be in. Our girls like playing there. Um, they like the challenge of being there. I mean, and last year was one of their favorite memories of that win at Pitt. Um, then we'll shower, get on the road, and head to Tulsa to stay the night to then get up and drive to Oklahoma City. Um, so it's going to be weird. Um, we've not done that round before and that, that kind of travel. Um, but there's really no other way to do it when you have a Tuesday night match. So I think for us, we are preparing for another gritty game just like we had last night against Pitt. I mean, we have really one day to prepare um, adequately. And, um, but they, they struggle a little bit more on their passing than Emporia does. Um, Emporia, they're just a little grittier as mm -hmm. far as defense. I mean, they get to stuff that yeah. they have no business getting to. And, and, and I think that's the Pitt's – um, struggle point. They've got some heavier hitters, but they make more errors. And so as long as we can play clean and hard, um, we stand a really good shot. Central Oklahoma, they are a really smart team. Very, very smart. So they're smaller. I mean, we look like giants compared <laughs> to them. Um, but again, they just do not let the ball hit the floor. They don't let it hit the floor and they will keep it over, keep it over, keep it over and wait for other people to make mistakes. Um, and so that, that one is going to be trying for us. We're going to have to block really well and really hard. And I think we're going to have to be very um, smart about where and how we hit using hands more than trying to hit it necessarily down and into the court is trying to ricochet it off of their blockers hands so that they can't defend. Um, and those are going to be the strategies there. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate the time as always. Glad you're feeling better and uh, good luck down in Pittsburgh and Edmond this weekend. Hopefully a couple of good matches and a couple of wins to talk about next week. Thank you. There you go. Jessica Wood Atkins, head coach of the Tiger volleyball team. Again, Friday's matches at six Saturday afternoon. It's at two o'clock. And again, both will be streamed on the MIAA network. Tiger Talk brought to you in part by the Taco Shop. Whether you order by phone, use their handy app, dine in, carry out, or delivery, you've never had it so good. The Taco Shop, a haste tradition since 1970. Head football coach Chris Brown joins us after the break here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. October savings at your local Napa Auto Parts store gives auto supply in haste. Purchase Mobile One Advanced Full Synthetic Motor Oil in the 5-quart jug or 5-1-quart bottles and get $10 off any two wiper blades. Peak RV and Marine Antifreeze, just $3.99 for one gallon. Grease Monkey Utility Gloves, $11.99. Scott Shop Towels, $3.99 each. And Purple Power Degreaser starting at $5.59. Find savings store-wide at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. If you haven't heard, land is in demand. Hi, this is Mitch Keeley, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist in central and western Kansas. If you've ever considered selling your farm, ranch, or hunting land, now is the time to give us a call. I would love to talk with you about why landowners trust us to uniquely market and sell their land quickly for the best price possible. If you're interested in buying or selling land, give me a call at 785-259-0492 or visit whitetailproperties.com. Rungard Howard CPAs wants to help make your life easier by finding solutions to your tax, accounting, and business issues. Are you dealing with IRS notices or possibly looking for ways to minimize taxes? Maybe you are starting a business or looking for advice on how to improve your business. Rungard Howard is here to help. 
whether you need us to tackle complex issues or assist with payroll, bookkeeping, and sales tax. Your time is important. Let us give you more. Broomgard Hauer CPAs, we can help. We do that. Champions know that success starts with hard work and support from the right team. My friends at Nextech are proud to be a part of that team, whether you need technology at home, at work, or in the field. From reliable fiber internet and TV now for your home to time-saving IT and security solutions for your business, Nextech is ready to help you win. Visit next-tech.com today to learn how to make Nextech part of your championship team. Shotgun for Davis. He's going to roll. He wants to come back to the other side, and he's sacked again by Menges. Second sack of the third quarter for Miles Menges. All the way back at the 12-yard line. Yeah, two of the four sacks, or one of the four sacks Fort Hayes State had on Saturday, knocking off the Lopers of Nebraska Kearney, 31-17. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. It's brought to you in part by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas. Learn more. Go to HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. Head football coach Chris Brown joins us. First and third quarter, your team looked pretty good. Second and fourth, it was kind of a, a grind and struggle. But I guess the bottom line, you got to win at the end of the day. That's that's what everybody strives to do, and uh, you got it done on Saturday against the Lopers. Yeah, we did. We got to find a way to play a complete game, and that's just kind of where we are right now. And we've got a bunch of young kids playing, but they are playing hard, and uh, you know, we got to eliminate some mistakes. You know, turn the ball over and giving up some big plays and and, and things like that. But I'm just proud of the kids. I mean, the way they play, um, they don't give up. They just keep battling every single play. And, you know, you can tell they're having some fun out there as well, which is which is a big part of, you know, playing football is, you know, be physical, be aggressive, but enjoy the game as well. And, and cheer on your teammates. And, uh, you know, our kids are doing those things right now. I know you didn't like the physicality against Southern as much as you'd had earlier this year. It felt like your team took a step back in the right direction. There were some big-time hits out there. You got to T.J. Davis. seemed like your team was a little bit more physical in this one. They were, and uh, you know, the craziest thing is the more physical you are, the less injuries you usually have And uh, you because know, you're actually bringing the punishment instead of absorbing the punishment. So uh, you know, that's what we try to teach week in, week out, just physicality. And uh, you know, we try to do that at practice. You know, yesterday we only really get physical one day of the week, but – you got to stay physical and you got to stay aggressive because that's what wins these games in our conferences is, is physicality. If you got physicality and you play hard and you play aggressive and, and don't turn over the ball and get some turnovers, you know, great things will happen. You'll win some games. Turnovers, obviously, not the way you wanted. You had a few of them. It's kind of become a problem. You're getting a few takeaways, not as many as you'd like, but uh, just, uh, like, you know, that's kind of the one of the great equalizers all the time. You've, you've had a few more of those here lately than you had earlier in the year. It's just seeing things and, you know, missed assignments and guys not doing their job they're you know running the right route and but, but still we got to see you know guys not running the right route don't throw the ball just throw it out of bounds and and on a single you know a high safety go get that ball because you I mean you just put it up there and then you know, just a little more patience on that guy crossing because that linebacker was sitting there if he waits just a little bit longer um I mean, we're talking about a split second you know we probably get the first down on third and 14 so uh it's just little things we got to still work on and, and get better at but you know jack's still a young quarterback still trying to figure this out and he's only getting better every single game i want to ask you about the running game 235 yards on the ground second best rushing attack he had one more yard against lincoln 
But this was against Carney, and you had ran the ball well last week against Missouri Southern. Um, starting to see that offensive line kind of figured out, play with a little more attitude, and the running backs have responded. Great day for Shane Watts, 162 yards, first 100-yard game uh, for him since he's moved to the, that new position. Just talk about the running game. It seems like you're starting to get some consistency built up there. It's starting to click, and you can kind of see those offensive linemen starting to get the feel of when to come off on double teams and get to the next level. And, you know, Shane Watts is doing a really good job of, of seeing the hole and hitting the hole very hard. And, you know, he's a little faster than what I thought he was. He, he does have some speed, but the kid is very, very strong as well. I mean, he's one of the hardest workers you'll see in the weight room too. And, you know, he takes pride in the weight room. But, you know, he's done a really good job of moving from defense to offense and, and really now becoming our number one tailback. So kudos to him. I mean, he, he bet on himself and he made the right bet. And, yep. uh, you know, he's doing really well for us. But it's starting to come along, but we still need to continue. Right to to run the ball and 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 get yardage and you know that was a whole new game for a pass game. Now talk about that change. Was that something you guys asked him to do? Did he come to you about wanting to make that switch to the offensive side of the ball? He came to us, and uh, you know it's it's a it's, it's a good story. I mean, it really is because uh, you know we have scholarships and there's defensive money, offensive money, and there's special teams money as well. And he was wanted to move over the offense, but he was on a defensive scholarship. I said, well, it's probably gone right now. And uh, he goes, I'm going to bet on myself. And good job for him betting on himself because uh, he earned himself a little bit more money. But it was, it was, it was his decision, and uh, we weren't going to guarantee him that he was going to play. But in his mind, he's going to find a way to get himself on the football field, and, and now he's our guy. So good. I'm proud of that kid. I mean, he's a grinder. He's a worker. And uh, – you know, he bet on himself, and he made the right bet. We saw a few different looks. Saw the shovel pass. We heard the highlight earlier in the show to a K.O. Corbin. He joked at the time that, I mean, looked like uh, Travis Kelsey catching a Patrick Mahomes pass. Uh, they, they couldn't have done it any better. Uh, we saw three backs in the backfield shifting out, some, some different looks involving with, with Bryce and Smith there. Seems like you're getting a little bit more creative on the offensive side of the ball here as the season moves along. I guess when the head coach goes back to defense, you get a little more creative because we got a little bit more simplified on defense now. But I guess, I mean, yeah, they are doing some good things. They're, they're putting some great packages together on offense and, and, and you know, finding the kids – what kids can do and, and using every kid's, you know, strength throw, you know, for our strengths as well and put him in the back, you know, putting Bryson in the backfield. I mean, he plays some quarterback at Houston mm-hmm. as well. So he is a kid that can throw the ball and he can run very, you know, he's very, runs very well. He's very athletic and he can see holes and things like that. So that's probably a package we'll keep in and then probably start adding a few more little things off of it here and there. But, you know, use what you got. You got we got some weapons over there, so we need to use those weapons and score as many points as we can. Let's go about the defense, especially up front. It's about like they dominated the line of scrimmage, and, and they've done that multiple times now. They're kind of like the offensive line kind of coming into their own, but it's become a strength of this team, and it makes every, you know, if you're good up front, then the linebackers can do their thing, and then it makes it easier on the, the, the secondary. But uh, they really did a good job of containing T.J. Davis, and I know Carney has a new coach, and they utilize him differently, but he's still T.J. Davis, and you did a really good job, I thought, of not letting him run wild and get out of the pocket and do all those things he does. They did. They did a great job. You know, Coach Harris put a good, great, great game plan together for you know for him as well, and the things that we were doing. But you know, it was hard this week because we had players of the week. You know, when we had to pick three of them because we couldn't figure out which one of the three played the best because they all did great things. Mm-hmm. You know, in that game as well. So. Uh, no, they just continue to get better each week. Um, they feed off of each other. I mean, those guys play with some energy. They play with some excitement. I mean, there's some enthusiasm, and I mean, they're all in. And the better they play, uh, the better our defense is going to be. 
Four Day State Football invites you to join Tiger fans with a plan. If you're going to be drinking, always designate a sober driver. Tiger Talk also brought to you by BTI, your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. We'll take our final break. And we'll preview Saturday afternoon, Jaeger Stadium in Topeka, Fort Hayes State, and the Washburn Ichabods. We'll do that when we return to Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you. Because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. These are challenging times in healthcare, but you bring out the best in us. Hi, I'm Eddie Herman, president and CEO of HazeMed. As a leader in quality outcomes and patient satisfaction, we're working together with our community hospital partners to strengthen health in Western Kansas because we know you deserve great care everywhere. We are all healthcare, and at HazeMed, we are proud to specialize in you. Learn more at hazemed.com. BTI John Deere knows you've been hard at work all year. From their family to yours, have a smooth and stress-free harvest. They're committed to you and to your success. Your local John Deere dealer, BTI, has after-hours parts assistance and 36 service trucks across six locations ready to meet you in the field when you need them. BTIEquip.com, they're committed to you. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. To make it in the food industry, you have to be good at what you do. To make it for 53 years, you have to be great. The Taco Shop has been serving you since 1970, and on special this month is the Poco Pizza 219. Pork Burrito 409 and the Chili Cheese Nachos for 509. By phone, by app, by pickup or delivery, order Taco Shop today. Come on down to the Taco Shop. Fort A State, five of six on fourth downs this year. Dawson, play action, time in the pocket, going to the end zone for Jaden Horace. He makes the catch! Touchdown, Fort Hayes State! On fourth and nine, Jaden Horace has his second touchdown catch of the day, and the Tigers lead by 20, 30 to 10. Yeah, look at that point. Tigers may run away from it, but they end up winning 31-17 over Nebraska Kearney. Welcome back to... Tiger Talk, we're live inside the Robbins Center, part of the Tiger Club, talking some football with head coach Chris Brown. It's become a pretty good combination, um, Jack Dawson to Jaden Horace. He's got a, just a knack to get uh, open and then run down some of those passes, which for a quarterback is uh, a nice thing to have. It is, and, and Jaden, you know, it's you know most times those balls are in there, you say 50-50 with Jaden, it's probably 90-10. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because he just finds a way to – to go get the football and get himself in good position. He's got great body control and he's got great hands. So, uh, you know, we are continuing to use him and, and the other weapons we have around him with, you know, Bryson and, and Watts and, and then, you know, the other Watts brothers as well at tailback <laughs> and then Cormany and all those guys too. So we got some weapons. We just keep using those guys. But Jaden has really been a, a pleasant surprise, and I'm glad he's on my team. Yeah, that's every receiving core has been really fun to watch. All right, Jaeger Stadium in Topeka. You were there a lot when you were an assistant and defensive coordinator in Washburn. And we talked a few weeks ago about Missouri Western and just weird things happen. 
tough team to always seem to have your number. And Washburn's right up there. I mean, you beat them a couple of times, uh, uh, but they have, for whatever reason, been really difficult to beat, haven't always played particularly well, especially in Topeka. Uh, I know they have yet to win a conference game, but uh, this is a, a scary game in that regard because this has been a tough place for Fort A. State to play over the years. Well, not this week. Okay, right? I we, like we that. I like where you're that going. this week, and we've got to get rid of that and, and just go in there and, and play our game. But, no, we're going to play a complete game. I mean, even though they're 1-6 and six right now, that doesn't really show who they are. I mean, they've had a lot of injuries. They're kind you of know. having a season like you did last year, quite honestly. Yeah, they are. And so, you know, we just need to go in there and, and take care of business and do our job, do our assignments. Defensively, we just can't give up the big play. And that's, that's the big thing because they do take some shots. And, you know, that's how they're able to stay in some of these games. And then, you know, offensively, we got to take care of the ball, you know, get the run game going, and, and then hopefully just, you know, score some big play, you know off some big plays as well you know with with our with our play action and things like that but they're a good football team i mean they're still washburn and they're you know they're they're one to six right now but they still are a darn good football team yeah you talk about turnovers that was been the last couple of years the 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 factor the, the i guess maybe not necessarily the determining factor but one of the big factors in them winning you, you guys did not take care of the football and for whatever reason you seem to turn it over more against washburn than anybody else hopefully your guys can alleviate that as you said yeah so you know we do ball, you know, ball security every single day, and uh, a little more emphasis on it this week because the last week we know had a couple on the ground as well, but we got a couple of them back too. But you know that's that's a big part of it. We got to eliminate our turnovers, but we got to create some turnovers as well defensively, and uh, you know do everything we can in this game. We just got to be physical, be aggressive, and and go play our game and get better each week. But this is a week we need to start putting everything together. Seems like when you play them, it's it's kind of an ugly game. And you were there, Coach Harris was there. Obviously, Craig Schurig, you guys were under. Uh, there, there's a lot of moving parts between the two ties back and forth to each program. I'm guessing, especially defensively, you run very similar things. That has a lot to do with it because you guys know each other so well. Yeah, it is. And you know, we just we just got to be better than they are. You know, on Saturday, and and hopefully we are. We just got to make sure we do our assignments and not have any, have any missed assignments and get the call. And you know, sometimes you worry about the calls too because signals sometimes are a little bit similar but you try not to look across the way and see if what their signals are but sometimes you do and i'm sure they're doing the same thing so uh you know we just got to make sure we take care of business when we go there um got to make sure when we get there friday night that we, we go to bed and do the things that we need to do to be wake up the next morning ready to go and play football so we step on the field and do our job and do our assignments um and hopefully good things will happen. Nope, five and two right now, part of a three-way tie for third place of the MIAA, looking for a fourth straight win. Haven't done that since 19. Hopefully can get it done and keep this thing rolling and see where it goes. It's getting kind of exciting. Uh, it is, and <laughs> we just got to keep taking care of business and doing our thing and uh, a lot rides on how we play. I'm not really, you know, I tell our kids I'm not worried about the opponent, I'm worried about you, and then we got to take care of ourselves and, and, and go win ball games. All right, sounds good. Chris, as always, appreciate it. Good luck this Saturday. Thanks, George. There you go, Chris Brown, head coach of the Tigers. Again, that'll be a one o'clock kick from Jaeger Stadium in Topeka. We'll be on the air at noon with the Tiger Tailgate Show presented by Auto World Used Cars. And of course, you can sync up the radio from the MI from the radio broadcast and the MIAA Network TV feed. Use the TuneIn app. Pause whichever one's ahead. Let them kick, uh, sync up my kickoff, and you can listen to the radio while watching it on the MIAA Network. Tiger Talk today brought to you by the Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute, Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis, BTI, and the Taco Shop. That'll wrap it up. We'll see you here next Wednesday on Tiger Talk.